nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the best wrestling podcast on the planet. It is your commissioner, Raul Alejandro Mendoza, a.k.a. the Nerd Chicano here, to host another edition of High Flyer Radio. What a blow, man. What a, what a depressing opening, man. Last night, a lot of events transpired, and we'll be talking about that today. But, of course, I have with us... Wonderful host, Aiden. Yeah, guys, as you can see, no title here. No title here, man. You know, we got some things that we need to be addressing with what happened last night on the show. We're going to get into all that. We'll cover a little bit of just a little bit of AW news. We got a little bit of New Japan news that we're going to cover. But I know most of y'all here for the Elimination Chamber review. Stay tuned. I guarantee you guys we're going to be hopping into that in just a second. But with us today, as you guys who have eyeballs at work have noticed, it's not just us two here today. So introducing for the first time, everybody, you know, at home, get your round of applause going. You know what I'm saying? We got a very special guest, a man that we met at the Royal Rumble just, what was it, like three, four weeks ago? Man, we had a great time. We had great chemistry with this man down here. We want to introduce to everybody on the Nerdcore family. This is Cy, guys. So go ahead and say what's up to the people, man. Howdy, howdy, folks. My name is Cy, Cyborg, whatever you want to call me. I love wrestling so damn much. Been watching it since, like, what? I want to say 2011, 2010, around that time. So, good time. Yeah, man. We're here. We're ready to get into all this good stuff, man. But you know what? As you guys know, we're a little hazy, man. If you guys are a little hazy, man, you might need to reset your mind. You might need to reset your body. So, go ahead. Go check out one of our sponsors for today. Ambrosia Collective, you guys already know, I swear by the product, man. Take 5% off all your supplements at ambrosiacollective.com. Use the code the NerdCore, T-H-E-N-E-R-D-C-O-R-P-S. 5% off. Elevate your mind, body, and soul. I got my shit right here, too, man. We got the, got the damn peanut butter, uh, Reese's Cup protein shake, you know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta get right. But Raul... You got done dirty last night, man. You want to address anything? You want to you want to have some words, bro? They they cut you off, man. We we, we both got ejected, bro. I I wasn't able to sleep last night. I don't know. I just uh, I felt empty inside. I felt really empty inside. But like I said, there is always a plan B in the works. Right now, I am missing a part of me that I felt was crucial to my performance in this league. And I want to tell everybody who was there last night, especially the uh, two sack of shits that made it to the end, that um, your life is going to be a living hell. Because everybody seems to forget that I held two titles during my time as champion. I've been the world, I've been the heavyweight, the high fly radio heavyweight champion of the world. And I'm also the commissioner of this and I don't need corporate's approval 
to do some commissioning around here. So until I get my title back, by God is my witness, I am going to make everybody in High Flyer Radio's life a misery to compete. And yeah, Kylie? I, I believe that, man. I, be, I believe that I believe that you mean that with your whole soul. You already got Kylie talking shit in the chat. Absolutely yep. disgusting. Uh, Team Insult official, official press release. We did it. Team Insult versus everyone. Yeah, guys. Spoilers for last night's Elimination Chamber watch along, man. The title. I don't know where the fuck this man going. The title has been vacated, guys. We officially have no champion in this league, man. There's nothing. There's nothing behind him. You saw it. There's nothing, man. So stay tuned, guys. I guarantee you, the commissioner and the COO are going to be putting together some plans to figure out what we're going to do to be able to crown a new champion. But right now, we're on the road to AEW Revolution. And with that being said. Let's go ahead and talk about just a little bit of AEW news. So this week on AEW Dynamite, we had Christian Cage. He returned right after Jungle Boy had another match with Brian Cage. It was a cool match, solid match. Um, I want to go ahead and pass it to Cy, man. I don't really know where you stand on AEW. I don't know if you're a fan. I don't know if you watch the show. I don't know if you like the product. But how did you feel about this Christian return? Um, all honesty, I haven't really watched much of AEW. I try to get into it. It's like it, it's taking me a bit, but just okay. hearing some things, I know a little bit of the storyline and like that. With yeah, uh, Christian Cage coming back, going off the Jungle Boy, it's honestly not bad whatsoever. It's just kind of like a, another kind of like relighting the fire type deal, you know? Yeah, it's kind of weird because like the Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, whatever you want to call him, Christian mm-hmm. feud got really hot last year and unfortunately due to the fact that christian got injured and they had the whole deal at full gear where they had to kind of just do the squash match and cover up for the injury feels like jungle boys lost a lot of momentum they paired him up with hook now that's mm-hmm. not a thing anymore so which is kind of dumb because i thought honestly they should have done honestly if it was up to me i would have done jungle boy and hook uh beating the ass boys for the for the tag titles i think it would have been something that hook needs to get to that next level I think it would have been something that Jack Perry needs to get to that next level. But I thought it was kind of weird the way that they brought Christian back on this episode of Dynamite. It was pretty lackluster, which is kind of the word that I would use to sum up this whole revolution bill. But I don't know, Raul. What do you think about Christian Cage returning? As long as we finally get to finish this feud and this storyline, I'm good. But, like, I wasn't, like, really excited over it. I just, I've been, I've been kind of, it's been flat with Hook. I mean, with, with Jungle Boy. Um, I thought Jungle Hook would have been something really interesting, but like always, I don't know what the fuck happens with everybody who teams up with Hook. Tony gets like tired of it after like a couple of weeks, and he's just like, okay, let's, I'm gonna stop it, you know, because Hookhausen was great. Yeah, should've Hookhausen was awesome. Yep, should have last, lasted longer, but um, as, as long as this means that we're gonna finish up this storyline, cool. Christian's back. Yeah, yeah. Christian's back. We also had, I don't know why, StreamYard just decided to go ahead and delete the image. StreamYard, bro, StreamYard, why y'all always got to be on that hoe shit, bro? Y'all motherfuckers don't, <laughs> always be on some hoe shit, StreamYard. Let me try to see if I can filibuster myself a little bit of time so that I can go ahead and get that image loaded up like it is loaded up right now. Because you know what came back? 
I'm a limitless motherfucker, just like Keith Lee, man. Keith Lee came back this week Damn. on AEW Rampage. <laughs> I know you heard, Raul. Damn. Yeah, okay, Raul. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and let you kick it off, then, bro. Keith Lee came back with the salt and pepper, man. What do you think about Keith Lee's new look? Nah, what the fuck? What the fuck you do to the limitless one? You want me to pull it back up? You want me to pull it back yeah, up? Yeah, please. My God, what the hell is that? <laughs> no. Why'd you make him shave and why'd you change his hair color? He really looked like somebody auntie. Yeah, bro, what the hell? <laughs> no. Nah, bro, I know you know, so I know you, you got that one auntie that just be pulling up with the sundress every Sunday talking about, man, niggas ain't shit. I can't find me no man. Keely looked like somebody goddamn auntie, bro. Bro, wow. Oh my god. Y'all, this is by the way, this is not like faked out. Like I'm I'm literally reacting for the first time. Oh, shit. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, this is why I love this show, man. Oh fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah well, Sai, what do you what do you think about Keith Lee's new look, man? Because I know I know you keep up with the WWE product. Were you fanning what they did with Keith Lee over in WWE? Have you kind of been keeping up with what he's got over in AEW? So if I'm being completely honest, what they did with him in NXT, amazing. They had something. Then Vince wanna be a little bitch ass nigga and then fucked it up for all of us. So Fair yeah. it, it just it it didn't make any sense to me. So then eventually when he went to AEW, I just see like the free reign that he technically had where he was just yeah. like, I'm able to do this and do that. Like I'm able to be me. So him coming back with that new style, it's kind of like, to me, no. I mean, white, I mean, white hair is it's not bad. It's kind of giving them like, not a villain art look, but it's kind of giving him that like, um, like mature, kind of like mature. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a, of like a a nice word. <laughs> I'm trying to think like it's like if you think about like uh, anime when that uh, character kind of gets oh that, yeah like, extra power up, it's kind of giving him that. Where it's oh like, yeah, like, came back with this after training for so long. He went so Ultra Instinct. Like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Keith went Ultra Instinct on a motherfucker. Yeah, I. Uh, it was just kind of like. Listen, bro, we knew Keith Lee was using the hair dye, bro. We wouldn't, bro, it's obvious, G, but it was just kind of like one of those things where it was like, damn, bro, like, whenever you see that, it's like you kind of forget how old Keith Lee actually is. And it's one of those things, man, where like people could try to say whatever they want to do to save face about it, but like re the wrestling business is all about like perceptions and how people see you. And yeah. I don't know, man, I just feel like this wasn't the time for Keith Lee to come back with that look. I mean, if, if oh. he feels cool with it, then, like, cool, man. Like, that's good. Do you. But I, this Swerve and Keith Lee feud has just been dragged out way too long, which is kind of one of my problems with AEW pay-per-views in general, is that they only have four, well, I guess they have five pay-per-views a year now, but they only have five pay-per-views a year, so they drag everything out until the point where like i'm not even interested in any anymore like i'm just kind of at the point where i'm like just do the damn match already bro like mm -hmm. i get it we want to see it. and we know swerve and keith is going to be a good match but it's like 
It's crazy. Like it feels like Swerve and Keith are two completely different characters now than whenever they both started together in this in this whole Swerve and Our Glory storyline, which is just kind of crazy, bro. Uh, nuts, man. But you know that that that's AEW this week, man. That's really not much else left to say. I mean, we had a, a bunch of AEW Revolution matches announced, but we'll kind of save that as we build up over the next two weeks on our own as we build up to AEW Revolution. But over in the realm of New Japan, you know, we had a lot of uh, comebacks this week, <laughs> but now we got an exit. That man, oh man, hoeing, hoeing in the chat, hoeing in the chat. <laughs> we had Eddie Kingston defeated Jay White to in the Loser Leaves New Japan match. We also had David Finley came out at the end of the match and beat down Jay White, um, assuming to kind of pass on that, that baton of the Bullet Club leader. So, guys, the question is, where does Jay White end up next? Raul, what do you think about it? Oh, man. This is about to be an interesting couple of months. Um, a part of me just really, really wants Jay White to go to WWE. And I don't want him to go to AEW because I don't think Tony's going to know what to do with him. And I think he's going to get lost in that shuffle real quick. Um, part of me also does not want to see him in impact because why the fuck do you want to go to impact? <laughs> and, right. um, yeah. Um, you could tear it up in ring of honor, but I don't know. Like let's go. Tony gets a hold of him. He's not going to send him to ring of honor. No, he's not. No. And he's going to get lost in the shuffle. So I really wanted to go to, to what's it called? Uh, to WWE, but rumors are hot. They're like the WWE is looking for somebody else that they have a bigger, free agent that they're looking for then yeah. it's bigger than jay wynum okay well that that that's wild because i think right now the hottest free agent is is jay white yeah there's only three people in my mind that come up that i think could potentially be the three that they're thinking of that they want more than jay white matt cardona i don't know where they stand with that i honestly thought that we would have seen him back in the company by now especially after rumble mm. but we didn't get that um, potentially the rumors of Kenny Omega and what his contract status is. Maybe we could see Kenny Omega show up in WWE, which that would be kind of crazy because, bro, if if WWE already got Cody, if you get Kenny too, bro, then it's just kind of like, bro. Plus the Ariel Hawani thing, bro, Tony's going to be going crazy, bro. You know his Twitter's going to be melting down that day, bro. You know he's going to be out of pocket. Um, but also I think potentially maybe Kota Ibushi, I think maybe Abushi is someone that WWE right now would be like, man, if WWE can get Abushi and then Kenny's contract goes up. Abushi already kind of talked about what he wants, though. He said, like, if he's coming, he wants he wants to mainly like train people at the performance center and have matches here and there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think WWE would be down to do that, man. You know what I mean? Like, if he doesn't want to be pushed at that level, if he just wants to come in, have a good like. I mean, I think Ibushi would be awesome as, like, the IC champ for, like, a little while. Give him the IC title. Let him oh, go and yeah. do his thing. Have some great matches. I feel like that'd be awesome. Bring him in at King in the Ring, man. Uh, but I don't know, Sai. What do you think about uh, Jay White? Where do you think he might end up? In retrospect. Mm. He plotting. Cooking. As, as much as I want him in WWE, I don't think it's going to be possible regardless of how like 
of how everybody's trying to they're trying to build stars and everything like that. Like you got like so many returns have happened underneath Triple H's belt, like already. Right. To the point where we're trying to be like, okay, we want this person as champ, we want this person as champ, yada 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 yada. So if Triple H ends up getting Jay White or Kenny Omega or anything like that, the whole main event picture will just switch so damn quick, plus the fact that like people who've been waiting for a spot will probably be pushed back before they even get to the opportunity and anything like that. Right. So it's just a whole it's a whole like deal when it comes to yeah. it. You have to you have to be really strategic about what you want. Now, unless they are able to figure out a whole thing with how to run titles and everything like that, then yeah, but like yeah, I don't really see him in WWE. AEW kind of makes more sense to me just because of the fact that even though like Tony might fuck up, it happens. Yeah. I just think that personally, I think AEW will be a better fit for him just because he's actually able to probably do whatever the hell he wants. And then if he wanted to, he can probably come back after Eddie Kingston. So, yeah. That's already a story there. Yeah, I'd like to see Jay White in AEW for the matches, for sure. I feel like Jay White in AEW, those matches are, I mean, they're there. Kenny, uh, you can run it back with Adam Cole, call back to the Fatal 4-Way, which put Adam Cole out for so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jungle Boy, I mean, you can name it, man. There's matches for Jay White to have over in AEW, and you could definitely put him at that level of becoming AEW champion. But the thing is, too, it's like with MJF holding on to that belt for right now, it's like, the whole story is going to be him holding on to that thing all year. So it's kind of like, I feel like uh, it's, it's, it's such a weird position, man, because it's like I told you last night, Raul, they should have just left MJF as a baby face, dude, because MJF could have had a whole run as a baby face facing up against AW's top heels because AW has some of the best heels in the business on their roster right now. And the matches would have been amazing. Then by the time people get sick of MJF as a baby face, you turn him heel. Now you get a whole... Now you add on to that whole run, and now people are even yeah. more interested in it because now you can do the whole thing where, like, now he's a heel champion. So I feel like yeah. that was just a wasted opportunity because heel Jay White versus babyface MJF would have been incredible. Um, yeah. That would have been awesome. But I- I'm kind of in the camp where, like, personally, I would like to see him over in WWE. You know, Jay White versus AJ Styles, Jay White mm. versus Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yeah, I'm. Randy, Ooh, Randy when Randy Orton. comes back, Jay White versus Randy Orton. I mean, there's so many matches there that, like, I'm personally, I'm a little bit more intrigued to see what would what would the Switchblade look like. Uh, Jay versus in Gunther. Jay versus Gunther, bro. Now we're cooking, man. But oh. speaking of people who left WWE to go to New Japan, we had last night Battle of the Valley. I haven't seen the match yet, but Mercedes Monet Monet went in. She won the uh, IWGP Women's World Title to become the second IWGP Women's World Champion. So, Simon, man, I saw you clapping down there, man. What do you think about uh, Mercedes going in and, and winning this IWGP Women's Title? You crying, man. You crying. Tears of joy. I used to pray for times like this and what now so pray for times like this. It's Mercedes game all day. It's Mercedes game all day, folks. 
Yo, if I'm being completely honest, it's like it's it's so good. It's great for her to be in this like um, what's it called in this like a uh, position and everything like that. She deserves so much and more when it comes to this because she has done and I mean done a lot with her career within WWE and everything like that. She. Uh, was it when they when her and Trinity basically walked out? It doesn't matter. They set that standard of like you have to understand that women's wrestling is an important thing. Put us like you giving us the titles and then you're not doing shit with this. Like you gotta give us more. Yeah. So when she left and went to New Japan and and decided to discover herself and everything like that, it just shows you that she is a she is the legitimate real deal when it comes to this. She understands yeah. the business. She understands. Um, the training aspect behind it, like there's no easy way out for her. She worked her ass off, and for her to win that title and be one of the top stars right now in that whole entire league is just yeah insane. And I'm I, I can't wait for I can't wait for this run. She said she's going on a world tour. I'm going to every single spot she's at. Yeah, man, she comes to Texas, man. I'll be there, bro. A hundred percent, man. I'm, I'm trying. I want to see. I want to see what Monet got planned, man. Just like you said, the world tour. I want to see her at that Impact show. I want to see her go against Mickey James. I want to see Mercedes on Forbidden Door 2. Mm-hmm. Mercedes versus Jamie Hayter. Book that shit, please. Because based off the clips that I saw, again, I haven't seen the whole match yet, but based off the clips that I saw, man, she hasn't skipped a beat, man. Like, she looks like she was, she's out there cooking in that ring, man. So, Raul, what do you think about Mercedes winning? Congratulations to Mercedes. I, I, I love that. I love that, you know, she's, going to reinvent herself. She's going to find herself out there. I know that she said that um, Triple H sent her a really nice text message before, what's it called? Um, she had her That's match. Cool. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm, I'm happy for her. I, this has always been a dream that she's always wanted to do. She was telling Kenny, I mean, uh, she was, they had a video where Kenny was talking to her at Wrestle Kingdom 17. And she was telling Kenny how, like, he, she's always wanted to be here. Like, this is a dream of hers to always be here. And, you know, now that it's finally happened that women can wrestle in in um in japan and she gets to be the uh first black woman to ever hold that title and to create a legacy and a big and a big uh, deal for it i'm i'm here for it i'm really happy for her i need to watch the match though yeah for sure i need to i need to be able to go back and watch that whole pay-per-view but yeah listen guys if y'all want to watch pay-per-views in person and not have to watch it on your phone your tablet or your computer you want to enjoy the benefits of being there live do it at a discount, baby. Get yourself $20 off with SeatGeek using our code, the NerdCore. $20 off your first purchase. N-E-R-D-C-O-R-P-S. Go ahead and plug it into your app. Go ahead and plug it into your website. Go ahead and save it. Make sure that you're good. All that good stuff so that we can use it next time. $20 off at SeatGeek. And now, folks, it's time. The Elimination Chamber Review. We're gonna go ahead. We'll start it off, man. See, bro, fucking stream yard always be on some whole shit. Let's start it off with this, then, man. Started off with a match that I thought was kind of meh, and that was Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, and effectively the rubber match. This guy's went about five minutes. I mean, it's pretty much exactly what we thought it was gonna be, right? A sprint, finisher after finisher after finisher. Raul, man, what did you think about? Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar and how it ended. 
well, I'm just glad that, um, you know, the match that I would have gotten a point for was the one that I that I wasn't out for, you know. But <sighs> look, man, um, this is really, really, really uh, interesting. Well, not interesting, but really weird because, of course, as we know, Bray called out whoever was gonna he said he wanted whoever won that match. Yeah. But Bobby won, and I think last night was kind of trips realizing like oh i don't think the people actually want to see bray versus any of these so i'm just gonna give him a fuck Hell finish no. that way yeah so he's like oh i'm just gonna give him, have him dq and we're gonna have like a fight pit or a whole holds barred at wrestlemania with these two so i don't think yeah the people were like why bobby and bray bobby and i mean bray and brock like none of these make sense none of these are any that we actually want to see so I was just kind of um, confused by that. And the match, well, obviously, look, man, I told you. What did I tell you, Aiden, during the predictions? I said, well, since I can't predict a no contest, I'm going to freaking, what's it called, have to go with Bobby. Um, so I felt like it was going to be a screw finish. So, yeah. well, it was a man match. So we'll see them tear each other apart at Mania, more than likely. Yeah, someone I saw someone say, like, what if they did a fight pit match? I feel like that'd be kind of cool, bring back the fight pit. It, I thought the fight pit was kind of wasted between Rollins and Riddle. I feel like they really didn't utilize that the best it could. So maybe the maybe the fight pit concept is a little dead, but I think two guys with effectively with like their MMA background and given the kind of grudge match level that these guys have had, I feel like a fight pit would be really awesome. But yeah, like you said, bro, uh, I'm not interested in Bray Wyatt versus either one of these two dudes but aside i don't know how you feel about it man what did you think about the match between bobby and brock and would you want to see bray versus either one of these guys big hold on can you hear me real quick yeah mm -hmm. okay had a whole technical difficulty with my airpods that's fun yeah i saw i was trying to give us a little bit of time so we would go around and back to you see how i did that see how see how yeah, the, the man's smooth the man's smooth yeah you're my quality better now Oh, oh yeah, okay. it is a little bit better now, for sure. <laughs> All right, now I know I have to start start using these. Um, personally, yeah, Bray doesn't need Brock or Bobby. Like he he doesn't because if you think about it, it's it's um his creative mind with their two just aspects of like I'm here just to whoop ass type deal. It doesn't really mesh together. Nah. So like. For for him just to do all that, and then all of a sudden Brock is like, you know what, suplex, 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 and it's like, okay, like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't give something that much. The whole thing with um, oh man, Bray Bray and Uncle Howdy, bro. like, can you imagine Brock Lesnar f fiving Uncle Howdy? It's it's <laughs> like, it's insane, what a goofy fucking visual that would be, dude. Like, I'm not at all interested in that. But what? But but what? The funny thing about it is, like, they'll do that, and then Uncle Howdy will just stand right the fuck back up, just be like, and it's like, hmm, okay, I don't. Uh. So in personal, in hindsight, Bobby Bray, Bobby, I'm not Bobby Bray, Bobby Bray or Bray Brock, it doesn't work, not yeah. whatsoever. Brock, Bray should go after someone that has that like uh, the the like the meaning behind his character type deal, so. Like it, like, LA Knight was good for Bray, but yeah. like we ha we haven't seen LA Knight in a while, so it's like we don't know what's 
Yeah, what's happening. going on with that? I feel like yeah. LA Knight needs to move to Raw. I feel like LA Knight would be better on Raw. Um, it's not to say that he's not good on SmackDown. I, lo- I love LA Knight. Y'all know how much I love LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. LA yeah. Knight as United States champion or going out to Austin Theory or Seth. I'm saying. LA Knight as United States champion would be fire, bro. I need a yeah for that. <laughs> bro, listen, guys. <laughs> LA Knight is that dude, man. But the only yeah. person that I want to see. Bray Wyatt go up against this is what I told you last night, bro. I want to see Bray Wyatt versus the Twitter comments in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch match at uh, yep. at WrestleMania goes yep. Hollywood. Or what the fuck is that going to be? We haven't talked about that on the show. We need the return of the Smackadillas, bro. <laughs> the Grubhub Smackadillas, bro. Do we still have that graphic? I, no, no, we, we don't. Fucking bro. deleted it, goddamn yeah. son of a bitch. Oh well, man. R. <laughs> R. P. The R. P. The Smackadillas, bro. Yep, R.I.P. the Smackadillas, bro. Oh, man. Dude, but... L.A. Knight versus The Miz. The promo battles between them two. Holy shit. I'm like, I'm here and for no... it. But listen, bro. Y'all don't understand. Listen, Sai, you're new here, man. You don't understand how much I hate The Miz, bro. It's mm-hmm. fact. It's canon. You could be shocked all you want. It's canon on High Fly Radio. The Miz, you can kiss my black ass, bro. I don't fuck with you, dog. I don't give a fuck how crisp and how clean that that half court shot was. All star <laughs> game this weekend, bro. He's not gonna so, stop talking about it. He's not, bro. Anyways, man, we moving on. We moving on to somebody who who deserves to be spoken about. Oscar came in. Oscar came in, won you know, the women's elimination chamber match, should be the one to become the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania going up against Bianca Belair. Now Oscar has won Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, Elimination Chamber. Uh, she's won the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Has she won the Raw Women's Championship? She has won the Raw Women's Championship yes. before because Becky Becky gave it to her whenever mm-hmm. she was pregnant. So Oscar's effectively, she—I mean, she was already a goat, but she's solidified, right? She Billy Goat now. Sai, yep. what did you think of what did you think about Oscar coming in and winning the women's elimination chamber? What did you think it, about the match? It needed to happen, like it needed to happen, because for her to get screwed over, I think what at thirty-five, I want to say, mm-hmm. yeah, that pissed me off so much because Charlotte didn't need that win; she didn't. Oscar had a whole undefeated streak, and once that happened, everything just started going down for a hill for her. To eventually, where she's trying to build up her credibility and everything like that with Kyrie, like it was just so much going on. To now, for her Bookie to come Warriors. back, mm-hmm. for her to come back now as this character, holy shit! Like you already knew how excited I was at the Rumble when she yeah came out. I was like, oh, we about to go in. So in my mind, I think Triple H is going to basically get her back as the undefeated killer but but what scares me is is that bianca has so much going for her right now to the point where it's like is it enough is it yeah like is it enough for oscar just to be like all right dethrone and then have her run with the title for as long as she can because i don't know if they're gonna do the draft again so it's like if anything bianca could go to smackdown and then have a whole yeah. thing with uh, Rhea Ripley if she wins the title at uh, yeah. WrestleMania. Yep, yeah. that's that's 
I've, yep, I've brought that up on the show before too. I think Oscar should go in. I think she should win that Raw Women's Championship. Uh, if you ask me right now, who do I think would win? I would say Bianca. Mm-hmm. But they've got they've got a month and like two weeks, so they got a month and a half to kind of go in and mm-hmm. build it up to that point. So we got enough time to get to the point where like you can convince me that Oscar's going to go in and she's going to win that title. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think I think Bianca's about to catch that about to catch that poison mist, bro. And, and, it's gonna, and, it's gonna, and it's gonna be a wrap for her. Yep. It'll be a wrap. But Bianca Belair really about to have uh the three best WrestleMania matches three years in a row, bro. That's gonna mm-hmm. be crazy. But Raul man, what you think about Oscar winning and all that good stuff? I'm excited, man. I love it. by the way, the, the chamber, the chamber, the, the women's chamber and the US chamber matches were really good. They they for chamber matches, man, they were fantastic. I really liked this match. I loved how Raquel, you know, what's it called? Looked great as well. Yeah, and even though, good. of course, it's not really Raquel's time this year, I think it's next not. year definitely will be. And they're definitely keeping her in the pocket and they've been making her look good. So mm-hmm. by next year, I'm pretty sure going into Elimination Chamber, Raquel Rodriguez will be the women's champion. So I like how yeah. everybody looks good. I loved how they got, um, I love how they worked with uh, with Liv. Uh, the Carmella stuff was, well, that was Carmella, you know. <laughs> uh, I thought it was fine for the heel that she is, and I, I just, I really liked it. I liked that Oscar was the winner. It was obvious that Oscar was going to win this, and I think right now I, I would like to see Bianca beat her, but also you don't introduce this new character and just have her lose at WrestleMania already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think Oscar's winning. Yeah, Oscar's definitely winning. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like, if you ask me today, today Bianca wins come back again in about a month after they've built up Asuka a little bit more. We're getting a little, a couple more segments between Bianca and Asuka. I think we'll be at that point where it's like, okay, we're ready to see something a little bit new because Bianca's great. I love Bianca. Y'all know how we feel about Bianca over here. But the thing is, it's just kind of like, all right, we're coming up on a year now for having held this title and there's really not been anything really new that she's added on to. She's having great matches and that's what I love, but I think I think you're right, uh, Sai. I think it's time to bring the draft back, send Bianca over to SmackDown again, let her do her mm-hmm. run over there, let her let her chase Rhea Ripley. You know, maybe maybe by the time Survivor Series comes up, Bianca wins the title there after mm-hmm. Rhea wins at, a, at WrestleMania. So, yeah, man, I, I, I completely agree with all that. But, shit, man, since we're already on the topic of Rhea Ripley, let's go ahead and talk about this, this Edge and Beth Phoenix match against the Judgment Day. Um, listen, guys, I'm not the biggest fan of mixed tag matches, but I thought this one was pretty solid for what it was worth. But so I want to ask you, man, do you think this was the right call to have Rhea Ripley be on the losing team moving into WrestleMania? Like, when are we going to kickstart this feud with Charlotte and Rhea? Like, Rhea came out, she challenged Charlotte, and we've really got nothing. Ever since yeah. then. Like absolutely nothing. I think what they're trying to do is just basically tying up the loose ends on certain things. So right now, like with the whole judgment day aspect and everything like that, everybody's just they're on their own path, but they're all together. Rhea is on that path towards WrestleMania, so they have to finish up the storyline with Edge and Beth to make sure things are like cool. Like they had to get that clean slate of like, all right, we're done. So then eventually, once they come back to like Raw or anything like that, that's when Rhea can be like, hey, look, I hope you didn't forget that I'm still coming after your title. And then that's when they'll start building it up. 
I agree with it, but I also don't agree with it. Like her losing, eh, yeah. It, like it, it, it kind of, it, it kind of took down that momentum. Yeah, but she's again, been doing nothing but winning since. Shit, when's the last time? When's the last time Rhea lost? It was probably fucking. Uh, shit, she hasn't lost since before that match that she won that they had to take her out of before Money in the Bank. Um, whenever she concussed herself on accident. So she yeah. hasn't lost anything since then. So to me, it was just like, damn, like this really just took away a lot of that momentum that they've been building up for Rhea Ripley. That yeah. plus yeah. to me, like, we'll talk about the US Chamber in a minute, but like Judgment Day doing nothing but losing every match they had the night was not yeah not not the decision not for not for the personal reasons that me and raul were invested in but also like as a booking perspective i didn't i didn't like that um, yeah raul man would you you know you know how we feel about this fucking match man you know what's it called uh professionally i fucking hate this match you know it's the reason why i i got um i got screwed over um but a canadian had to win and natalia was not gonna win and obviously, we'll talk about the main event. So some Canadians had to win last night. Um, I just, I, I don't think, I think that the, the Judgment Day is, I think that shit just needs to stop already. I think they need to end that. I think it's over now. Um, you're obviously not going to do anything with this. And uh, Rhea, it's not over, bro. Rhea didn't eat the pin. Rhea didn't eat the pin, but it was still kind of still a loss. Dumb. Still a loss, and it was kind of dumb to make it a mixed tag match like i understand that this is to further finn and and, and edge but like then why couldn't you just do finn versus edge no Raul, but you don't understand they for nine years edge was out and he was retired because of an injury that ended his career early and now he's back oh wait he came back in 2019 oh right yeah i forgot about that man the shit out of here, man. Y'all know how I feel about it, man. Fuck Edge. It's like I said last night. Yeah, no, she still has listen, momentum. Listen, man. I, I see. I see the listen, bro. I'm not an Edge fan. Christian is the superior. I think uh, Edge I is mid Edge, as bro. fuck. I think Edge has one of has the most mid spear. Um, Goldberg's is worse, but but Edge is, is like a running. It's like a running hug. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fan of Edge, bro. I'm, I'm not with the shits, bro. I'm not with it. Man. You know what else I wasn't with, bro? It's fucking goddamn ending to this U.S. title elimination chamber match. Listen, man, I'll say this. This match was awesome. Montez Ford looked amazing. Bronson uh -huh. Reed looked amazing. Johnny Gargano finally came up and showed us why he's called Johnny Wrestling. Seth Rollins helped elevate everybody in this match. Damian Priest was there. <laughs> <laughs> But we had Logan Paul. He came in at the as soon as they opened up the fucking door and they were like doing the whole injury angle with Montez. I was like, Logan Paul is gonna come up in here and cost this damn match, isn't he? And boom, right, right then it happened. And I swore I'll never drink Prime again. And I swear to God, I'll never drink Prime again because of this fucking match. I never drank a fucking bottle of that shit, and now I'm never going to. Bro, it's, it's First Gatorade, of all, it's Gatorade Zero all day, bro. Fuck that. Fuck Prime, bro. I ain't gonna do it. This is all you need, y'all. Stop drinking that shit with so much chemicals, you know? Stop drinking. You don't want to be in the pain that I was, bro. Kidney stones, man. That's all you need. All you need is that, a little bit of ambrosia, bro, and your life is set. 
Yeah. Sai, what did you think about the, this this U.S. title elimination chamber match with Austin Theory retaining? That shit was absolute. To me, it was it was. Uh, I wanted Montez to win so damn bad. I wanted mm-hmm. him to win. That was because it just it made like I know it's not it wasn't the right timing for it, but in my mind it made so much sense because it's like that. It you we already knew Montez Ford was a star regardless. Mm-hmm. So seeing him to do all that stuff, it's just, it just it blew my mind. The fact that he did a literally like Spider Man esque type like press, I was freaking. I was literally like on my break watching this shit, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh okay. I'm like, the fuck is he about to do? I'm jumping in my seat. My coworkers looking at me weird. I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, like, it's insane. Yeah. Like Montez, you we literally that whole chamber was building up stars, showing Bronson Reed as a monster because they took so many people to take him down. Mm-hmm. Showing, uh, what's it called? Johnny Gargano being like, this is like NXT Johnny Gargano into WWE, like main roster, like showing you why he is and why he is called Johnny Wrestling. You yep. had so many different aspects. Damian Priest being, like, you know, actually, yeah, he was just kind of there. But showing that he like was, a Shaniqua or Shanene from Martin. I was like, damn, I don't know if we can come up in here with you there. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I was like, man, what Damien Priest up in here doing, man? <laughs> Why Shanene? They <laughs> <laughs> came up in there with the with the Saints row braids. I was like, what you doing, Priest? He came up in there with the high flyers. <laughs> with all That's the- right, he came with the high flyers, bro. <laughs> he came in there with the high flyers, bro. He had the purple <laughs> on no, I think so. Personally, throughout the whole entire match, with Logan Paul interfering at the end, I don't want Logan Paul versus Seth, but I think it's gonna be a good match regardless, because yeah. Seth knows how to work with anybody. Like if you're being completely honest, Seth never has a bad match. Like nah. he knows how to work with everybody. So in hindsight, I feel like it's gonna be a good match. But I think personally, my favorite part of that whole entire match was when Johnny Gargano and fucking Seth Rollins just trapped Austin into that fucking pot and started whooping his ass. That was the yeah, highlight was of my night. That was really funny. That was, that was too good. I was like, they are whooping his ass. Also, I know that um, that Aiden and I just fucking marked the fuck out, but yo, Austin Theory picking up Bronson Reed. Holy yeah. fuck. That was crazy, bro. I was like, bro, this right type here level. is nuts. That's where they're going, man. It's very obvious. That's where they're going, bro. John Cena is definitely coming back. He's definitely having that match with Theory at Mania for that U.S. title. Uh, Raul, what you, you think about the whole the whole elimination chamber match? You know, Montez Love this Ford. match. It was great. It made everybody look good. Uh, honestly, I don't think Damien should have been in there. That should have like no, like ah, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, you needed you needed a big guy just to come in there and get some a little bit of heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah, really all but everybody else looked good. Everybody looked good. Uh, Johnny showed us why the hell he's Johnny wrestling. And if anything, that made me want to see Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins less. I want to see Logan Paul. I want. I want to see Seth and freaking Johnny Gargano. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But of course, I think that when you when you look at the grand picture, right, and how you're gonna promote WrestleMania, having Seth Rollins on freaking Logan with Logan Paul. Logan Paul's audience is going to eat the fuck up out of this Seth Rollins feud. Like, they're going to love him. Yep. So, um, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I thought just... Mon- 
Yeah, I, I kind of echo all the same thoughts. I thought the match was awesome. I thought Montez just was the standout. I thought it was such a shame that in the press conference, Triple H was like, we had a lot of uh, standout stars tonight. And he didn't even mention fucking Montez. That was nuts. But Montez was great. I think Montez should be the one to beat Theory. Make the Raw after Mania important again, bro. Have Montez beat Theory after Theory beat Cena at Mania. And like yep. give montez all the momentum that theory just earned all the heel heat that he's gonna get mm. put all that onto montez in a positive light and have montez go on and hold that u.s title to like SummerSlam, have some good matches i think bronson reed also looked awesome i'd love to see bronson reed go in and win that andre the giant battle uh uh royale that they do at mania if they bring that back which i think the rumor is that they are going to bring that back i'd like to see bronson reed come in and do that yeah that would be really cool yeah, Damien Priest was there. <laughs> we just shitting on him. Sorry, Damien. Uh, we like you, Damien. Yeah, we like you. We just, you know, you just, we were just there. You know what I mean? Uh, Rollins was great. You know, I, I am looking forward to, to Rollins and Logan Paul. I think it's going to be a good match. Uh, I just didn't know if it was going to be for the title or not. But, you know, obviously now we know. I think the heat's been built up there enough. But I really hope that after that, that Rollins goes on and he can become WWE champion again one day because I, yeah. I want to see Rollins as the WWE champion some point in the next 365 days. Please, yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. But, but we do know that, um, sorry about that, but we no. do know that like tomorrow night we have Edge versus Austin Theory for the US title. So mm-hmm. that's going to be yep. interesting. Yeah, I think I think we all know how that one ends. I think Balor and Dominic go in, they interfere, and Theory sure. retains again. Mm-hmm. Now we now we're gonna build on to the Hell in a Cell match that we thought we were gonna get at the Rumble, but it's gonna be at Mania between Finn and and, uh, and Edge, and then hopefully, hopefully, finally we can put a fucking bow on this Edge and Judgment Day thing. Because listen, bro. To take take my personal feelings about Edge out. I just think that this whole entire comeback run has been a has been a miss, bro. It's been it's been a wet fart, dog. Other than the three match series with Rollins, which was which was bangers. Those were good. I'm not even gonna hold you. Those were all fire. But but everything outside of what he's done with Rollins, and again, this is the testament to Rollins. It's not Edge, bro. It's a testament to how good Rollins is. Mm-hmm. Everything that I feel like Edge has done since he's come back to the to WWE has just been a miss for me man that's I mean shit I didn't even fuck with that with that AJ match last year at Mania bro it wasn't it was it was all right it was fine I honestly don't even remember that what the fuck exactly they posted on YouTube the other day I was like oh shit this was a match <laughs> forgot about that shit damn oh that's when the whole ju- uh that's when the judgment day started yeah. bro, this whole judgment day doesn't thing doesn't even make sense because the judgment day won every single match and then they kicked them out. They were like, you're holding us back. Like, my boy, y'all been winning. <laughs> it just, what do you mean? It doesn't even it just doesn't even make sense. I mean, we all agreed that that was just an interrupt breakup. Because it was like, y'all niggas were just fine. And That's what was Vince being fucking stupid. Yep. Well, because the segments suck, bro. Every week, bro. How many times did we come on here, Raul, and we were like, Edge cut another boring promo. Um... <laughs> yep, Judgment Day. Cool, we get it. Not House of Black. Y'all, y'all remember? Y'all remember those days? The Not House of Black. That's what. That's yeah. what they started like, man. All that weird Dollar Store House of Black. Dollar Store House of Black, man. But the, the creme de la creme, the main event, the reason why you probably clicked on this video, 
In Montreal, we had Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. Um, we'll start it off like this, man. What did you? The faces and what did we think about? So I'm gonna ask you, man. What did you think about just the match itself and the build up to Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns at the Elimination Chamber in Sami Zayn's hometown? Incredible build up, amazing match, shit finish. Man, we got oh. the. I think I think we got the. I think we got the uh, the clip. A couple of them right here, man. That you're kind of. Yeah, bro. It just was. Balls. What do you think, Kevin Nash? I uh, I don't know what the hell's going on there. Yeah, bro. That's. I, I feel the same way, Kevin. We needed a fucking. And we went in by DQ. We couldn't fucking get that motherfucker. Yeah. Triple H to the fans last night. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I guess I'll go ahead and let's go. So right here, I guess. I, look, the match was great. Um, starts off a little slow, really ramps the fuck up. Like, really ramps the fuck up. The stuff with Jimmy and then Jay coming out and, you know, Roman treating Jay exactly like he was, he was treating Sammy at the Rumble. And Jay having that moment where he was about to do it. He was about to whoop Roman's ass, bro. He was about to turn on him. And um, <laughs> That's facts, Brad. Even Roman looked like he didn't want to win that match. Dude, I thought the same thing, bro. Look, look the way Roman sat at the end of that match, bro. Was like, damn, like, damn, this nigga H really made me do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really had to do it to him. But that finish was was just not it, man. You that finish yeah. was not it. Look, if you weren't gonna have Sammy win, literally just get fucking just have him get DQ'd like you did it with Rollins. They did it with Rollins. Get him DQ'd. That gives them the chance to really make the argument for the triple threat. And I have a feeling. Look, right now I really have a feeling that it's gonna be like that again. I think they're gonna make the argument for the triple threat. I think the triple threat is gonna happen. But just the way that you ended it last night, Mans didn't even get booed, bro. He put that room in silence. Yeah. That room was just like crushed. That whole arena was crushed. It kind of it. Just... Oh. Go, sorry. Oh. So, I'm sorry. That brought me a flashback. When, so when Brock beat Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's why that's why it sounded so familiar to me because everything just went. I was like, I was like yeah, we this... were all just like. I was what? like, this is. <laughs> What the fuck? It was me because after me, Keon, and Raul all got eliminated. After me, Keon, Raul, and Jabril all got eliminated, we were sitting in there. We were in Discord watching with each other, and and bro, the match was a banger. Like the match was amazing. Bro. I told you, bro. I was like, bro, Sami Zayn about to get Roman Reigns his best match of his career. Then Bobby and Brock should have had a no contest finish. Don't even let them get in the ring. These motherfuckers hate each other so much that they don't even get to the ring and they freaking destroy each other. Refs have to freaking pull them apart and they're yeah. like, no, we're not having this match tonight. Leave the DQ. Yeah, if they didn't even have the, the match, one. it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But, man, so the match is awesome. You know, Spear, Sammy's kicking out. You know, Superman punch into the Haluva kick, bro, and Roman kicks out. It was great. Everything that Roman was doing with 
with Sammy's wife being there. I didn't think they cut to her a little too much, but like I thought it added to the story. That you shit know, Roman, was so real. Roman talking his shit, man. Roman's ring psychology has just elevated so much over the past two years, man. He's on a whole nother level. I just the match was awesome. Everything was great. Mm. It's just how how do you have that crazy of a reaction to Sami Zayn, bro? Like you haven't had a baby face this organically over in almost a decade. And for them just to do I, bro, the Uso spot didn't work for me, man. Like when Jimmy came in and did the super kicks, I was like, okay, expected. But then yeah. when Jay came out and Jay's standing there and he's looking like he wants to just deck Roman, it was like, now's the time that you need to do something. Even if Sammy loses, it's like, I need Jay to do something. Yeah. And for him to just stand there and then Sammy accidentally spears him, it's like, okay, I guess we're just going to get the fucking the tag match at Mania like we all thought was the plan. It just like, to me, it just, it wasn't a creative finish. It was just kind of like it just fell flat, bro. And like again, bro, I'm gonna pull up the picture, man. The way Roman sat there and they cut to the camera on it, it like to me, it was like Roman was telling the story of like, you know, like man, I hate that I had to do this to Sammy because honestly, I feel like Roman did have that in in Roman's heart, bro. He did care for Sammy, bro. Like he did, yeah. he did genuinely fuck with Sammy, but because Roman is so in his head and his ego is has corrupted him so much, you know, he felt like he had to do what he had to do. But it also, to me, was like Roman, like, shoot, just sitting there being like, damn, Fuck. this was not, yeah, this was not, like, because Roman's had such a legendary run, bro. I feel like if you were to ask Roman, this is just my opinion, but I feel like if you were to ask Roman, he would have chose, this is the night that you need to drop the titles. Because wrestling is the culmination of the time, place, person, everything. They have the right person in Sami Zayn. We've been talking for years on the show. The person who needs to beat Roman Reigns is somebody who hasn't been at that level yet. That needs mm. to get elevated. Sami Zayn deserved that spot. Sami Zayn's been bringing in the ratings every single week. It was the perfect time, the crescendo of the whole story. I mean, bro, being us three being there at Royal Rumble, I'd never felt anything like that whenever Sami mm. left him with that chair, bro. It was electric. And then the place, bro, being in Montreal his hometown. I know that we're on the road to WrestleMania, but there's still a month and a half left, bro. There's so much that they could have done. It's just, to me, I feel like this was the right time and it was the right place. And I just yeah. was absolutely disappointed in the way that this show ended. I agree, man. I agree. Fucking bummer, dude. Like, it's just, like, I just sat there and was just kind of like, okay, like, oh, Kevin Owens is here. All right, stunner on Heyman. Okay. Now we need to wait and see what the reaction is going to be when Cody comes out on Friday and I mean, on Monday and like he does. Well, how, how are their fans going to react to Cody now? Like how <laughs> are they going to be taking that out on Cody? And part of me thinks that they're not going to come. I don't think they're going to take it out on Cody, but like, no. I feel like Roman now is going to get that that same heat back that he had. Whenever he came out and said, This is my yard now, everybody's mm-hmm. just gonna be like, Sick of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just sad, bro. Fucking sad, man. I honestly, crazy, man. I honestly would have loved the finish of like Sammy. Basically, he wins the title, but 
it's over the referee's missed call of like Roman's hand or like leg being on the bottom rope and like that. So mm-hmm. it makes everybody think he won the title, but in reality, Paul Heyman comes back and he's like, no, this was what happened. Yeah. And then that's even before the match resets, that's when they were like, okay, let's bring in Jay, let's bring in Jimmy, yada, yada, yada. And then that's yeah. when Sammy kind of had like a last hoorah type deal with some moves and like that. And then that's when Spear would happen, match ends. To me, that would have made a little bit more sense because it would have gave people that pop of like yep. Sammy won the title, says it's him holding the titles. And we have all this like great stuff, pictures, renders, yada, yada, all that stuff to then all of a sudden be like, yeah, this is actually this what not happened. Yeah. Like, that's the finish, man. Yeah. That's the same thing that, and it would have been perfect to set up the triple threat too. Mm Because the whole thing is Cody's been like, I want the title that my father should have won, but he didn't because of the technicality. Yeah. Do it the exact same way that Dusty won the WWE title initially, where it's like, He's poet, like everybody thinks he won. He's raising the title up, and then next thing you know, they come out and they're like, "Hey, Dusty, bro, you hate to hate to do it to him, but you didn't actually win, man. We're gonna have to take that back." Like yeah. that would have been perfect. And now you can have the story of Sami Zayn going, "Well, I deserve that shot at Mania because I genuinely think Sami Sami Zayn deserves to be in that main event match at Mania." I know Cody's oh, over. I know Cody's hot, but the thing I just I think it deserves to be a triple threat. But I think also part of the problem is if it's not Sammy and KO against the Usos, then who the hell are going to go against the Usos? That's the problem. WWE has no fucking tag division. Like, there's nobody that's over enough to be at that point. Because if you're going to take the title off of Roman, you need to take the titles off the Usos. And there's Mm -hmm. nobody that they have that are at that level yet. You can try to do what you can in the next month for the street profits, but I don't know, bro. I, just... I mean, them doing it again at WrestleMania, like, if they had another banger match, like how they had at uh, Money in the Bank, yeah, then yeah, like, I would say that, but with, you have, like, Ghetto Del, Fantasma, you have the Viking Raiders, the New Day, you have fucking, um... Alpha Academy. Alpha Academy, and it's... Eh, they're good if teams, it was the, but then... If FTR came in, bro, I'd be, I'd be there for that. Like, if that FTR would... came back, that would be fire. But like I don't think I don't think they're going there. Brain Uncle Howdy. <laughs> oh, oh tag team. I mean Boy, somebody farted in here. What the fuck is that? I don't know, man. That is can we like like last night? Can we just be really honest here? Like last night I went to bed just repeatedly saying, Fuck you, Vince. <laughs> fuck you. Nah, bro. I went to bed. This, saying, this all H. goes back. This all goes back. To Vince having the biggest fucking hard on for the fucker that is named Brock Lesnar and having to unify those fucking titles. We would not be in the position that we are right now if it didn't date back to the fact that fucking Vince McMahon wanted to do Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the 1,000th time in a lifetime at WrestleMania 30 fucking 8 or whatever it was. I don't remember. 38. 38. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, man. Look, even if Sammy wasn't going to win last night, a DQ finish, keep him in the loop for the, what's it called, the word for the triple threat. Because now all it's looking like is like, okay, they're going to challenge the Usos. And it's like, no. Because technically, Sammy didn't actually turn on like on Jay. Like, Jay, I, I don't understand why mm-hmm. Jay would come out tomorrow at Raw and be like, man, fuck Sammy Zayn. Like, he speared me. He's like, no, bro, you clearly saw Roman got out of the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know what 
going with it, man. We still got a month and a half, though, man, for them to do something, bro. So I guess we're just going to have to let it play out. Yeah. That's it today, man. That's iFly Radio, bro. The good show that we had today, man. Good conversations, all that good shit. Uh, we want to go ahead and say, I guess I'll go ahead and get our plugs up out of the. I don't know, man. It's, I feel so discombobulated. I feel like Sami Zayn in the press conference. Where what did he say? He just felt like he felt there was weird. just he or felt strange. weird, like it was something missing. He felt strange. You know, I feel, I feel I, Sammy knew it too, bro. Too, bro. I feel he, he didn't want to, bro. Sammy didn't want to say it, but he was like, "Yeah, bro, I deserve to win that title last night," and and he mm-hmm. absolutely did, man. But you know what, guys. If y'all want to feel like a real champion, y'all want to feel like uh, like y'all are helping support us, go check out our merch store with everything linked down below. We got new designs, new network merch, all that good stuff, phone cases, mugs, everything that you need. Check out the Patreon for tiers as low as $1. Rock didn't show up at Rumble, man, but we still got y'all covered with Rockamania, man. We still got a couple more projects that are going to be dropping for our Rockamania season. We, uh, we had the Jumanji watch along last week. We got the Jumanji 2 watch along dropping uh, this upcoming week. Uh, more stuff to be announced with that. Definitely, guys, go check out all of our socials and everything linked down in the description below. And that's all I got today, man. Sai, you want to go ahead and tell the people where they can find you if you want the people to find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Frosty underscore Sai underscore. Uh, Twitter, Silas2001. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I DJ, I dance. So if you want to see all that, you'll find it all on my Instagram. So, all right, man. Well, go fuck yourself, Kylie. And of course, you can find me at the Nerd Chicano on everything. Rolling Hunter Redosa on um, on what's it called the YouTube. Got a lot of cool videos dropping. Got pretty much everything until uh, May scheduled. So uh, I just gotta get on recording and stuff. But yeah. Uh, go check me out. I'm not your high fly radio champion anymore, but I will be in a matter of time. Uh, I will be the first two time, and then I'm going to become the tag team champion. Right now, if I can't just, do it, bro. You better do it, man. It's just, gonna, it's just it's just a rough time right now. We're going through a really rough time here, and um, the fact that there's no one to what's it called um, to hold this belt, and it's just sitting in my closet, just feels wrong. Feels like a part of me was stripped from my identity, and um, yeah. Uh, Brad, feel better. Hope you recover from COVID. And uh, yeah, no. Um, nah, but fuck look, Brad Kylie... and fuck Kylie. Fuck both of y'all. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean Kylie can Take go on about. Kylie can go all on about in the in the in the what's it called um in the comments, but she didn't beat me. She didn't take the belt from me. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, yep. You have to let it play out. <laughs> let it play out. Technically, I'll be the first. Two. No, you're not the first. Not in the time. show before y'all just start bitching at each other this whole time. Yeah. In the show, motherfucker. All right, that's it. I hope you all had a wonderful time on the um, on the show. We appreciate everybody who was here, everybody who was talking with us. We appreciate Sai for coming through, and of course, keep up to date with everything going on with the best wrestling podcast on the planet with our socials that are on the bottom there. You already heard them before, and this has been High Flyer Radio. Don't tap out. Tune in. <laughs>